Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And I'm your host, I'm Pastor Miller, and we're going to we're going to have a little bit different uh, podcast today. We've been in a revival at PHT, and we've been having a great revival. And our evangelist uh, this, for this revival has been Brother Devin Miller and his wife, Olivia Miller. And God's really been helping us and blessing us. And on a, a couple of different nights, Sunday night, and we're doing this after church on a Monday night. And... Tonight, we had a, had a great service. People was praying in the altars. The Lord's really been blessing us. So we're just going to have a little interview here with brother and sister uh, Devin Miller. And I I just want to ask you first, uh, brother Devin, and of course, I'll, I'll go ahead and say this now. For those of you who don't know, this is my grandson and granddaughter, and I couldn't be any more proud of both of them. I love them so much. And I'm so proud of them, and God's really been blessing them, using them in several different states they've been preaching in, and several different churches, and God's just really blessing them. So I'm just going to ask them a few questions here and let them just say what's on their heart. So, Brother Devin, could you just kind of uh, tell us uh, when that you really knew that God has spoke to your heart and called you to work in evangelism? Uh, about 2018, it was my freshman year at Bible school, went to Ozark Bible Institute in Missouri. Uh, and on Fridays, they have prayer bands. Um, people separate and go to different groups and pray for different parts of the world. And praying, what we are just doing our normal routine, felt the Lord laid on my heart. Um to go full-time that's what he had for me and I remember at that time I think I had just turned 19 maybe I wasn't 20 yet so I was still still just a a kid and I kept praying and and I told the Lord multiple times you know I'm just too young I can't do it I just I'm I just can't I'm too young can't handle that kind of responsibility and then I think it was a week later maybe less than that we were at a service at the church there at Bible Holiness and Brother Taylor, the pastor, got up and preached on taking ministry serious and there was a tongues interpretation and the interpretation, I don't remember all of it word for word, but the very start of it um, said that you keep saying that you're too young and that you can't handle it, but if you would just trust me, I know I have a plan for you. And from that moment on, I just, I went up to the altar and just bawled and cried because I knew it's what God had for me, and He's taken care of me ever since. Man, that's that's really great. I knew that. Uh, well, you actually was called to preach when you went there, right? Yeah, I got called to preach in 2017. Right. I I knew that, or I thought for sure that you were. Yeah. And uh, I know God's really had His hand on your life, and I've watched watched your life since God called you to preach, and I've been your pastor most of your life. Yeah, and uh, uh, about the only time I haven't been his pastor is when his dad was his pastor. Yeah, 
and his dad's there working with me at the church, but I'm so proud of Brother Devin, and I'm, I'm very proud of uh, the, the wife that God put in his life. And Sister Olivia is just a terrific young lady, and me and my wife love her so much, and we really do. And I can't imagine uh, how much it, you know, that we love her. We, we just think the world of her. And uh, I remember when you first came here, uh, of course, and uh, of course was, you know, she was at the Bible college with Devin. And uh, when they met, I don't think that they felt like that exactly that's who God had for them at that time at first. Or I'll let you speak to that, Sister Olivia. We were both in the same class at OBI, and we really didn't have an interest in each other that way. We were both pretty good friends, and then... From my perspective, my perspective of Devin changed um, my sophomore year when I saw him more in ministry instead of just he was just a good friend who could make me laugh and was there for me. And when I saw him, we were in outreach together. When I saw him helping out there and being a help to the churches and preaching and stuff, I knew that he was more than just a good guy and somebody who can make me laugh. And so I wanted to know more about him and get closer to him. So I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. And then I roped him in. We started dating, got married, and... Yeah, and the rest has been history, right? Yeah. But... Pretty much. You know, I think that's I think that's really good what you were saying there. At first, you know, you just got to meet each other and know each other and just as friends... <clears throat> But to me, that's, I think that's a great thing, a powerful thing, like what you said. You know, what, what really uh, interested you the most in him was his desire for the Lord and for the ministry. Yeah. And uh, I thank God uh, for a young woman like that that has that same love and desire for the ministry. And uh, so I know that, uh, I know that, after uh, you'd got married and I watched how you all had got closer and how God started to use you in the ministry. And then one day, Brother Devin came to me and he said, I want you to help me pray. He said, because I really feel like God's speaking to me about this. And I always warn every preacher because I want them to know and to be sure. And uh, when I first talked to Devin, he he first thought maybe I I didn't think he was ready, but it was just, I wanted to make sure he felt like he was ready. But uh, right after, right after that, uh, we had that conversation that night. I think you got even more serious, Devin, started praying harder. Is that correct? Yeah. Started trusting the Lord more. And when finally they launched out and God began to bless them and I think I'm telling this right. You helped me. Uh, was your first revival in Virginia? Yes. Who was the pastor there? Uh, Brother Alan Childers. Alan Childers in yeah. And what part of Virginia is he from? Pounding Pounding Mill. I think. I think called. that's the name, but I could be mistaken. I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah. It sounds really familiar. So. Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about that revival? How it went? Or. Uh, it went really good. We 
uh, went up and we were there Sunday night through Tuesday night, I believe. And the Lord really helped us. Um, and of course, oh, I don't want to say nervous, but I felt pressured, I guess, because I was first revival and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the Lord really helped us every step of the way. And um, I think it was the first night um, I preached something and the altar response was really, really good. And the pastor had told me afterward that uh, he, I didn't really realize how much the church needed and not saying anything on me but it's just right. amazing to see what the lord was able to do through somebody like me yes all god needs is a vessel yeah that's yeah. right if if someone is willing and they'll they'll do their part if they'll pray and study and seek the lord and ask for god's will all he needs is a willing vessel and i really believe that you have been i believe you're a willing vessel and I know that uh, uh, a lot of times that your wife has been very instrument, instrumental in your ministry and yes. in singing. Yes. And uh, I know she prays for you. I, I'll say this uh, to you, Sister Olivia. The first thing that really impressed me about you was even before I really met you. There was, I don't know who sent it to me now, but uh, it was you. Okay. Yes. Uh, Devin had preached a, I don't know if it was a chapel service. or It was a youth rally at my church. Oh, youth rally there in Arkansas, right? Right. And she had sent me, uh, I I said, boy, I'd like to hear him preach. I wish somebody could tape it. And she taped him and sent it to me. And the whole time I heard somebody praying so hard, and I could tell they were serious. And they was praying for God to bless him, to anoint him, and to use him. And I thought it was her. And then I later asked, I said, who was that? And they said, that was Olivia. And Olivia, you'll never know how that impressed me. Uh, That impressed me so much because I thought, man, that's what a preacher needs, is a wife that loves him enough to pray for him, stand behind him. And I say with tears in my eyes, that impressed me so much about you. And I have watched your life, and you are a good woman. And God has used you many ways, and I love your singing. As soon as she came, I adopted her as my song leader. (laughs) And I told Devin when he said, he calls me Paul, because I'm his grandpa and his pastor. And he'll say, he said to me, Paul, I'm going to have to go. I don't want to leave my home church, but I've got to go preach. And I said, how can you steal my song leader? (laughs) He said, well, she's my wife and I have to take her. So anyway, but I've been revivals. We actually preached a revival together. Yes, we did. Northern Virginia. Yep. Keith May, right? Yes. A couple of weeks ago. It was the start of November, wasn't it? Or it was the end of October, somewhere around there. I think it's like the end of October. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. And we preached uh, revival together up there and uh, Stanton, Virginia, northern part of Virginia, beautiful part of Virginia. Very beautiful. And Brother May, actually, that pastor called me just this last week, and he was telling me, he said, you know what, said, uh, your grandson helped our church so much. And... I don't want to get talking too much about all that, but God really 
blessed you and used you. But Sister Olivia, uh, she don't like me to say this, but it's true. She's a great singer and a great piano player. And she's been such a help to that ministry. And yes. you're a team. Yes. You are a team. I wish you guys would just interrupt me because I wind up doing all the talking here. <laughs> Go ahead. And it's about you and not me. But uh, after, uh, I know just a couple weeks ago, Pastor called you. You want to tell him about that? You got a phone call from far up north. From Maine? Yeah, tell him about that. Yeah, I got to go up and preach uh, for Brother Steve Reynolds up in um, Portland, Maine. Yeah, Arundel, uh, but it's not far from oh, Portland. Somewhere around there. <laughs> close to Portland, yeah. very close. So I got to go up there and, and preach up there for a couple of days, and then I got to preach a couple of churches around there, and Lord really helped us and moved in every one of the services, so Lord really helped us up there. Yeah. Devin won't say much about himself, I'm noticing here, but <laughs> that pastor called me and said he helped him tremendously in that revival. And I'm pretty sure Pastor Reynolds will be listening to this podcast later. He usually does. but So I wouldn't say anything he didn't say, but he said you really blessed his church and, and uh, so on. So, And uh, I know Brother Devin's preached a lot of places besides, I'm just mentioning some of the revivals, but... Uh, he started revival for us Sunday morning, and we've had three services so far, being revival tomorrow night again. But God has really given us a, to this point, a great, a great move of God. Yeah. And uh, we had. Uh, you want you want to tell me anything about the revival so far? About how the Lord's helped us and blessed us. As the Lord's really uh, moved, especially I think in tonight's service, the Lord was really trying to speak to some people and again nothing due to me i'm nothing special about me i'm just a guy that the lord picked and for whatever reason i tell people all the time whenever i got called to preach i felt like i told the lord he got the wrong guy (laughs) he had the wrong number or something but uh lord's helped us and um there's tongues interpretation tonight so the lord was really trying to to speak to somebody and so i'm glad the lord's really been moving and trying to help the church yes think that tonight was probably one of the most um I don't know how to describe it all day today I'd felt different things on my heart and then we got to service tonight and it felt like everything was going one way and I really felt like I was thinking that the Lord wanted to take it a whole nother way but um I got up tonight and saying um it doesn't matter who you are and right I felt like the Lord really, if he didn't encourage anybody else, he encouraged me tonight because he does care about where we are and it doesn't matter how far gone we are. Yes. He still wants us and he's still pulling for us. And that's what Brother Devin really preached hard on tonight is he's still waiting for us. He still wants us. He still wants the prodigals to return. It doesn't matter if they've been out for 20 years or maybe still in church but just haven't got in. The Lord still really desires for us to get closer to Him and draw us to Him. Yeah. And that really encouraged me. I mean, even though I don't feel like I'm out of church and I don't feel like I'm far from God, but everybody can draw closer to God. Yes. And it was encouraging to be reminded that God is still pulling us and He still wants us and He still wants to use us and still desires us. Yes. We actually had a young preacher uh, that after service is over, I noticed they prayed so long and so so yeah. good. Yeah. And then after church was over, they stood up and said that the enemy of their soul or the devil had been 
uh, trying to bring how you remember how they said bring up past hurts or yeah something brought up those lines. some other stuff that she had been facing in the past and yeah that once something happens new maybe they said that it just brought up everything that they had been delivered from in the past and yeah that the Lord really really helped tonight and broke chains and yes they felt like a new person yes I mean it was amazing to hear a young preacher to stand up and just. Uh, kind of admit that. I think yeah. it's commendable that they would just admit it and say, hey, you know, I, I needed that. And that was, that's what this preacher said. I needed this so much. And we had two other full-time evangelists that night. And one of them said to me as he was leaving, he said, he said, Devin really preached good tonight. And then he started to leave and he turned around, came back and he said, I needed this tonight. He said, I really needed this tonight. And so, like Sister Olivia said, that is true. No matter where we're at uh, in our life, if we're a Christian, even if we're in the ministry, you know, there's times we need to just pray and ask God for strength. And, right. And it, it's just been a, a great revival. So we still got uh, two or three minutes here, and I just want to ask both of you if you have an idea, and I should have said this ahead of time so you could have prepared, but I mean... Uh, where to from here? Do you still feel like God is going to save people in these terrible days? Yes, I do. I believe that. I believe God was always looking. I believe He's always been looking for people, but especially as the way the world looks now, it's wrapping up quick. And I believe that the Lord's going to draw more and more people. There's people that I know that I've grown up with, some family, friends that aren't in church anymore. Or, some people that never happen in church, then they're, they're, you'll see all over the place people question more, people are interested more, they're curious more. And I think people, even if they don't want to admit it, are realizing that it's getting really bad and they need something. Right. And they're, everybody's trying to fill a hole, and they can, they're turned to everything else, and there's only one thing that can really fill it. And so I believe that no matter how bad it gets until the very end, he's always going to be reaching for people. So you think revival is still relevant? Yeah, it is. I think we need it. I think the church needs it really bad. Uh, and sometimes I don't think we want to admit it because we all want to act like we're just okay, but we, we need the Lord. You're right. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear an evangelist say that, hey, I still have a desire. I still have a uh, in my heart to go out and win the lost at any cost. I still feel a burden to go out in the highways and hedges and compel them to come in, as the Bible said. And I thank God for you, Brother Devin and Sister Olivia. With all of my heart, I appreciate what you're doing. I know what you're doing is a selfless endeavor, and uh, I know there's not large amounts of money or fame that goes along with this, but it's a lot of work. And But I thank God for your all's commitment to the Lord and to the ministry. And I appreciate you so much being on this podcast Absolutely. with me here today. So uh, we have about a minute or so to close. If you want to say anything else, Sister Olivia. It was good to be a part of your podcast. I'm glad that we had a chance to sit down and talk. And thankful for the revival that we're in. Thankful for how the Lord's helping us. And one thing I wanted to point out was at the beginning of Devin evangelizing or us evangelizing, we didn't know how things would work out, but God's always been faithful. Yes, and it's every been time. every single time. Devin worries a lot about different things, and he yeah. said stuff to me. And 
trusting in the Lord will get you further than anything else will. And God's just been faithful to us. And I'm thankful yes, for has. the Lord. Amen. Well, I appreciate you two being with us today. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to the rest of our revival. So uh, we just hope you have a great day today. Hope you have a great rest of your day, great rest of your week. And God bless you. Amen.